0: And nothing you have ever experienced to prepare you for the unbridled carnage you're about to witness.
1: Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. I like it a lot. You're excited? Feel these nipples. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? Gangsters, what's up guys? That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of
0: hand fast. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Those goofy bastards are just about the best thing I've got going in this crazy world. Woo! I'm the man.
1: Woo! You better lock it up. you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up.
0: Lock it up. Lock it up.
2: Good evening, Kentucky, and welcome to another exciting edition of Triple Threat Talk right here, presented by Kentucky Personal Defense. On fourteen fifty, the sports buzz WXVW. I'm Jimmy Biggers, alongside my esteemed co-host and colleague, and soon to be the other half of the ball and chain, Gary, the
3: Doctor Locker. Doc, how you doing on this fine evening? I'm doing well. I'm glad to see I've worked my way up to uh, esteemed. That's fun. That's right, yeah. esteemed. Thank you.
2: I You're like welcome. That.
1: That's-
3: that's cute. <laughs> I thought I thought you would like that, and uh,
2: also rocking the boards tonight. Our good buddy TK. TK, what's going on, bud?
1: Uh, two questions. One is he the ball or the chain, which enters the on, <laughs> and two, he didn't let you. you if you let him finish, carry he would have. It would have been the full sentence, esteemed, full a bat, full of you know what.
0: <laughs> it was <supposed laughs> to
1: be a steaming, bag of you know. Did- but I, he got you, cut off, so it just. Like I actually steam.
3: would have been more impressed had you been able to finish that thought with a complete sentence. Well, you know, what can I say? <laughs> actually, but I
1: blame public education.
2: Yet another child left True. behind. Yeah, just yet another child <laughs> left
3: behind.
2: You, you, wanted to know if he's the ball or the chain? Actually, what it is is the ball is sit on top of his head, and he's strapped down via the chain. That's kind of Oh, uh, like, okay. This is a family <laughs> show. <laughs> exactly,
3: but we do have a little bit of an anniversary to celebrate tonight. We do, don't we? We do. We do. TK is going to TK going to be mighty impressed with us here in just a second. Well, his whole war, his whole envisioning of us is going to change.
2: Well, he did say, and I quote before the show, "Let's make history."
3: Right. And he let little does he know, we actually made history at one point. That's right. A couple a couple of years ago.
2: On this day, mm-hmm. October 7th, 2012, so 3 years ago to the day, the doc and myself made our wrestling debuts. Very true.
3: Very very true.
1: And I can tell since you're here talking to me today, three years later, that debut did not go so well. Actually, no, it actually we went
2: really well. Went really well. It we was the really match well. of the night. It really was. We were the managers. We didn't yeah. actually participate.
1: That yeah. that disappoints me. <laughs> but it was
2: actually really good. Uh, the doc was the manager of Miles Pentakoff uh, right. from South Dakota. Yeah, right? yeah. South, South Dakota. Dakota.
1: What was his persona?
3: His was like a rule breaking baddie, like didn't care about anybody. I was his only friend kind of deal. Oh, yeah. Original, yes, go on. Yeah. Going. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then Jimmy, yours. Uh mine was uh his you were was, the baby uh, face.
3: Yeah, he was the baby face.
2: Yeah. He was the hometown, hometown hero,
3: kid. everybody's favorite. And he is still wrestling,
1: actually. Yeah, he is
2: actually still wrestling, does very successful. Shout out to Austin Bradley, yeah, who absolutely who's doing great. very well for himself on the independent circuit. Uh traveling all across the United States doing very well. And I can officially say I was his manager on his First wrestling match, and he won, in fact.
1: He, did he win? Well, how did he win the match? Details. Well, funny, is, funny that you should funny ask. Funny you should ask. So I'll
2: tell you. You'll appreciate this. Gary was the antagonist the entire match. He would, uh-huh. he would uh, grab my guy and pull him at his neck and choke him with the ropes. Because yeah, I'm and, resourceful like that.
1: and uh, I was, I was going to think you're a bastard, but go on.
2: <laughs> so uh, my buddy Austin went up for the, for the uh, frog splash.
1: Nice, nice. Always a classic. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, Gary grabbed a hold of his leg.
1: You, you See, this is why he's a bastard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't and, jump if I've and, got your leg. And uh, <laughs> uh, Gary's like, no, no, no. And so finally, Austin shook him free, and I grabbed Gary and slammed his head to the side of the ring apron. Dude,
1: did that feel good to you. Oh, it felt
2: great. <laughs> I, I was talking
1: do... to Jimmy, actually. It felt pretty good.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, it felt
3: great. We, we had to practice that.
1: Like, you won't believe how oh many times gosh. we practiced that, actually. How many like, times did it go wrong in the practice? And...
3: Um, um, about three or four. About three or four times.
1: That does explain Gary, Gary's face a little bit a, now. A, co- I mean. a couple
3: times, I think I wound up with a dent in my forehead.
1: <laughs> It took a few days to go. Away.
2: Hey, Honestly, Trevor, I think a couple times I did it on purpose. I think
1: I would not be shocked to <laughs> one bit. I, th- I think you could have done it in one take, but you were just kept like screwing it up. It's like the, uh, it's like the guy having the love scene with the beautiful woman <laughs> in the movie. He's messing it up, so he can just keep kissing her. Yeah, over and exactly. Over. exactly. Yeah. Someone's not getting
3: a Christmas card this
2: year. <laughs> oh well, that's okay. <laughs> So uh, he, he had his head slammed against the side of the ring apron, and my guy finished the frog splash and got the one, two, three. Good.
1: Yeah. well, Evil prevails over uh, – or good prevails over evil. That's yeah. right.
3: What was really fun, though, was uh, after the match, <clears throat> Rob Conway came up to me and said, you know what you did right that entire match and you probably didn't even realize it? And I said, what's that? And he said, you were in one spot every time the ref saw you. He said, you would go around – Interfere with the match, and then you'd go back to your original yes. spot. Mm-hmm. And Rob Conway was really impressed with that, and I didn't even know I was doing it, but he he really liked that. Yeah, he he was very happy with all of us. I yes, mean, he was very. Uh, he he thought it was the match of the night too. Everybody else thought it was the match of the night, and it was a, uh, it was in fact a fun experience. Well,
1: did Did you choose who was the baby face in the uh, heel in this situation? Uh, we or, did not. Nick, we did Dinsmore, not. Dinsmore, Nick did. Dinsmore, did. Dinsmore did. Yeah, Nick. I, Dinsmore. I mean, you didn't. You didn't get to say, okay, you know. Jimmy looking and saying, I, "I I'd rather be the the heel. No, can I manage no, the no, heel? No. I mean, they they uh, they looked at we you. We picked
2: they... our who we wanted to manage. Yeah, but Nick decided who would be the heel and who would be the babyface.
1: And then and he I guess he assumed that Gary was more of a heel persona. Like yeah, Robert. you betcha.
3: Okay,
2: yeah,
1: right. I can see that actually. Jimmy's hard to hate. I mean, until you well, talk
3: to it, him. It, <laughs> Here's the thing, <laughs> you, actually, you, Trevor. It was really easy when you saw the outfit he was wearing. He looked like John Travolta from Saturday Night Fever.
2: Nice. It's no joke. Yeah, but you know what? He looked like a, something that was rejected out of the clearance rack at the Halloween costume party. <laughs> That's what did I was going for. your
1: own out- <laughs> Of course, that was what you were going for. Yeah.
2: So, But we had a wonderful time. Probably one of the oh, coolest experiences we ever, you know, well, in a well, lifetime. I, I, was
1: that your first and only debut? Yes. Yeah, was, yeah so. we did it one time now, only.
3: We were asked uh by Sean Conway, Rob's uh <clears throat> excuse me, Rob's uh cousin, um, that uh to come down and try out for another a federation uh mm-hmm. down in Lawrenceburg and that invitation stands, but we're still, you know, on I, the fence yeah, about it. We're still on
1: the fence about it.
2: I just so. don't know about traveling the other. Three Lawrence years later,
1: did. I think you've decided what's out no, of the on No, that it's buddy. an open
3: ended invite. Yeah, we can go
2: yeah. whenever we want. We just haven't done it. Yeah.
1: It's been three years. Yeah, but see, you're... I think part of it is... If you were going to do it, don't you think you would have I, been a little I more disagree. swept to
3: it? Some of the greatest inventions in science are still waiting to be turned on three, three, uh, yes, three years later. Yes, but people are
1: attempting to turn them on. You guys are just sitting there looking at it in the closet.
3: Yeah, we, we want everyone to be highly anticipated. It's called anticipation, Trevor. Well,
1: you, you've got them working on the edge of their seats That's for three right. years now. That's right. <laughs> so...
2: But no we really enjoyed it Trevor like I said I think I'm a lot sure. of it was because of you know being behind the scenes and being behind the curtain Uh, We definitely saw a couple uh, things we
3: should not have seen. Yeah, I mean, you see things
2: back there and you're like, you know, uh, you're a wrestling fan, so you know. Oh, yeah. And So to be able to experience the the behind-the-scenes thing and to be a (laughs) part of the makings of a show from getting there like six hours before bell time.
3: One thing in particular we saw that we cannot say absolutely, but we would probably be banned for life if people knew that we saw it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Did you see something naughty happen?
3: No, we saw something that wasn't supposed to happen did,
1: happen. Did you witness uh, a woman and her daughters be no, escorting no, themselves no, through nothing the uh, like locker that. room? that.
3: Okay. nothing like
2: that. No, uh, absolutely not.
1: All right. Well, I'll just wait for the tell-all book that you all released for the oh, information. Hey, why don't doing.
2: we just... What, well, it wouldn't be on there, but we'll, what we'll have to do... No, right? that wouldn't be on there. Gary will have to bring you the DVD so you can watch it.
1: Oh, you have it on DVD? Yeah, yes, we, we do.
3: It was one of their things that they have, like, their... Their training class, each training class that Rip Rogers and Nick Dinsmore, who used to do it, he doesn't do it anymore. Rip Rogers still does it though. But one of the things that
1: Rip Rogers is a trainer at ODW, right? Yeah, that's yeah, he, where still we did it. yeah he, he still is. He still is. But Nick Densmore is no yeah. longer there. He used to be involved in the cartel. One of my favorite uh, on uh, global wrestling that used to come on ESPN at four o'clock from out out the Spectrum in Dallas back in the early nineties. He was part of what I, I always thought of NWO ripped. NWO technically ripped off of New Japan wrestling, but. Yeah. I always thought they kind of ripped off uh, the thing called, it was called the Cartel, where it was uh, Rip Rogers, uh, Cactus Jack, um, the guy that used to play Axe from Demolition, Bill Eadol. I forget what his character's name was off the top of my head. And a guy named Scott, um, uh, Hot Anthony, I can't remember. It was the guy in the guy Becoming Raven was the group. And they were this mystery group that was led by a mystery guy. And it turned out, of course, it was the owner the company that was the leader of the cartel, but I always thought it was kind of he was part of the, I always thought it was one of the cool and underrated uh factions of wrestling that doesn't get enough credit through history, and then uh, that was out that was on uh, ESPN Wrestling nonetheless.
3: Gotcha, but yeah, one of the it was one of their things that they do, Homecoming, they call whenever they graduate, and it was part of Homecoming mm-hmm. Nine. Yep, Homecoming Nine. Yeah. So, uh,
2: if you have a chance, uh, and you're in the area, go over to OVW, request that, you can still get a copy of that. Oh, but- yeah.
3: It's on their highest selling homecoming, and it really is. Too. Yeah, it really
1: is. Send me that match. I'm it's literally. It's, I'm, I'm not joking. Usually, I just you know, kid and say, you I, I want to." You know, like, oh yeah, we'll I bring w- you the DVD to you next week.
3: Yeah, you can't email it to me. You can't. Uh, have it on? Uh, we. I can't get it on recorder. I'll have to bring it uh, to. you. Okay,
1: I don't want to. Yeah, because I don't want to borrow you. Like, in your yeah. only copy, I'll lose it. I lose everything. <laughs> I promise you. I, I, that's. I don't. That's why I don't borrow videos from people because I know I'll lose it. I've, done, I've had people, well, I'll let you borrow it. No, I don't, I don't want to. I want to, but I don't want to. I know better. I'll and s- I end up having to buy you another one, and this is something I can't buy you. So
2: I might be able yeah. to send a TV email. I'll try.
1: That's what I'll say if you can upload it or uh, download it uh, into your computer yeah, or something. I
2: think I I think I, I would like a, to see it. Yeah, I'll I'll try to send it to you so you can check it out.
1: At worst, we'll just call uh, the, the uh, in, Insight and get on the... Uh, the free TV, like Wayne's World, and we'll just play there for like over and over, and over a loop for thirty minutes. So I <laughs> and, rent us. and I can't. Well, you just call me, and be like it's going to be on public access in a half an hour. Hey, I mean, you can't. 4:20 we were on public access. Wink, wink,
3: Yeah, we were on public access. We did a, for a small while. stint on yeah. public See, access. So you know for a while. who to
1: call. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew uh, Bishop, and I'm sure you have a uh, large extension, uh, a large collection of hairnets and name tags as well. We like, do, like like Wayne did. That's right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. And we had the big satellite trucks out in the front yard. Yeah. We drove the Gremlin around.
1: I understood the satellite trucks and what. Well, I mean, it's public access. I, they, I never got that. They had either. more. They had nicer equipment than his basement of public access, and I have with this radio station. They I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I mean, it's <laughs> your boss is listening. I know he's not.
0: And I know,
1: <laughs> he's in bed. He, he's, yeah, he's He's at home now. He's not. He's thinking I was a kid's watching TV, or may, he's maybe at the NBA game, which is actually occurring tonight, opposed to Gary's thought of it occurring last week.
3: True. You're the only person who remembers that, by the way. It's
1: amazing I remember it. That's the crazy thing. Know, I'm just, I
3: know. Of all the
2: things you never remember, yeah, you remember of the, that.
1: Of the amount of brain cells I've killed on a I'm nightly just, basis from then say, until I, now.
3: I guess that brain cell kind of
1: escaped. That the one weak. somehow, maybe <laughs> its tolerance was up higher than the rest and it survived somehow.
2: I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. So, coming up on tonight's show, uh, we're going to talk a little UFL uh, scandal. Uh, which are to be
3: quite interesting. Get into that as yeah. well. Yeah, we want to take your phone calls on that. We've got a couple fresh takes, some hot takes, I guess, if you will, from myself and Jimmy. Obviously, we haven't been able to give our our take on it yet right. because we've you know not been on the air since this all happened. But uh, but I think you'll you'll want to definitely listen to that.
2: Absolutely. Uh, also, we'll give our thoughts on uh, what happened this past weekend with the. Uh, Wildcats and the Colonels uh, down in Lexington on Saturday and the Cardinals' big win on the road against the NC State Wolfpack. And we'll also recap and preview the NFL. All that and more coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on Triple Threat Talk presented by Kentucky Personal Defense here on 1450 The Sports Buzz WXVW. We'll be right back.
3: Welcome to Triple Threat Talk here on 1450, Louisville's easy listening station. That is not easy listening. That is TLC,
2: Red Light Special. Way to go, Trevor. I like it.
1: That I'm assuming is... you picked up the connection.
2: I got it. Uh, <laughs> you must not know. No, I got it. Apparently
1: Gary didn't get it. No, he didn't get it at <laughs> all. That's <laughs> because he's married.
2: <laughs> well, I'm married too, but
3: I still got it.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Are we still talking about what it is? It? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, Just checking.
2: But regardless, uh, If you explain to him, he's confused.
3: No, I get it.
2: You I sure? Get it. You yeah, sure? I you get know what it? the term
1: yeah. "red light." Yeah. special yeah.
0: means. Uh,
3: yeah, it, it refers to ladies of the night working in a specific area of downtown. That is correct. There you go. There there you go. I'm, I'm not as naive as uh,
1: as everyone might think. Well, you know, you give off that impression. <laughs> Well, let's, 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 let's explain why I would play that then <laughs> Other than the fact that it's a great baby-making song
2: It is a great baby-making song Are you song. okay,
1: Gary? Yeah Do you have like a problem over there? No, like, I, I do I, I
3: hear like everything really loud in my mic, including myself That's it because
1: is... Jimmy can't hear and he had to turn you all up so loud <clears throat> <It's> well,
3: a... <laughs> On the next break, we're going to be taking care of that little problem Okay. We're going to get Trevor in here again like he was last week. No, I
2: fixed it. You just need to tell me how loud you uh, want it. Okay. Those those sliders tell me, down wh- there, tell yeah. me when. <laughs> that A little bit more. How about now? How about no. now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> I got I him all now? the way
3: down. You, can you hear me uh, okay now? Uh, no, I can't hear you at all. How, how about now? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just do this after the break. I right. can do it. All right, Let's, go ahead. the
1: break. All right. Let's move on to prostitutes and escorts. Yes. Yes.
3: <clears> that's everyone's favorite topic. Ford escorts, Trevor.
1: <laughs> <You know. laughs> if so you, if you can get her in that, if you can get her in the backseat of one of those, Bravo to hey, you, d- buddy. Did you see? You that? could. Me and Gary couldn't. Did you see that? <laughs> what the Ford Escort?
2: Yeah, the picture.
1: No, That uh,
3: no. proves everything. That's it's, the.
2: It's a picture of a red Ford Escort, and it says "20 year old Ford Escort, the perfect car for UFL basketball." <laughs>
1: uh, I think yes, I think somebody. And sadly, I think it was my aunt that sent me that. It's which the. Is
3: it's the case cracker. It's what that photo is, really. Ah, that's, I see now. <sighs> There's a lot going on with that, honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean, where do you even want to start? I guess, I guess, what, last Thursday. Uh-huh. It always happens right after it we go up the air. Like, all the juicy stuff, because they know we'll crucify them.
1: Well, it didn't break till Friday at 4 o'clock. Friday,
3: Friday. Yeah, yeah. it was Friday at 4 o'clock. They had, um, they had... Breaking news saying that Indianapolis Business Journal had released a statement that there was going to be a book released uh, with Pulitzer Prize winner. They didn't say who it was at the time. We now know Um, in addition to this Katina Powell. And the purpose of this book was to be bringing attention to amorous activities that were taking place between certain ladies of the night Amorous, that's the
1: nicest word I've you seen you've heard in the last 82 or hours to explain it. There we go. Thank you. Okay. And, Continue.
3: <laughs> and Katina Powell and her alleged two teenage daughters that are not of age with, with certain recruits. Right. So, and, you know, Rick Patino, of course, at the press conference, he comes out and says that he didn't know anything about it, which I believe because I, I, I told you at dinner, how how that conversation there's only one way that conversation could have gone
1: yeah uh, uh i loved them excuse- in a server at your dinner table uh, yeah so how so- you think the escort conversation went what do you think about these hookers well, no, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> he's like do this you want is- more water okay so
3: andre <laughs> mcgee like there's only one way that conversation yeah. could so, happen so so
2: i'm i'm yeah. coach patino yeah and i'm right. andre mcgee and you're so- andre and mcgee so tell- right. lay this out for me here. so so hey coach. andre how you doing hey,
3: hey what's up coach patino how are you i'm doing fine okay fantastic that's good because I want you in a good mood because 'cause I've got a killer idea. All right. All lay, right? It, lay, my it idea. On, lay it on me. Lay it how on about, me. How about how about you let me hire this person, Katina Powell. Okay? She's she's a lady as a knight. Yeah. I know it's a little risque. But what we want to do is we wanna we wanna just add that extra umph to to our recruiters. I tried status. that once before,
2: Andre. It only lasted fifteen seconds.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> So I I want to do this and but there there's this small catch that her daughters might be of questionable age. Okay. So but you know I I want to go ahead and I want I want to do this. I think this would really give us an edge. What what do you say? I mean really that I mean, he's looking at me weird. That's the only no, way that I'm conversation, looking at you that yeah. way because that conversation would never
2: yeah, happen.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: I know.
1: I think so, his look said more. Do you really have to ask? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the do po- I get a discount?
3: The the point <laughs> is. The point is I believe Rick Petino when he says he didn't know anything about it because that is the only way that conversation could have happened. I
2: mean he said his heart was torn.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh he knew nothing of it. Uh he you know he even asked Andre about it. Andre denied it. Um
3: and well, Of course Andre denied it. Well of
0: course Everyone's he did. Everyone's denying. Yeah. It.
3: I did not
1: have. Do you, Gina's not denying it. With
0: well, that
3: woman. I mean, do you really want to be part of what's now going to be a human trafficking case?
0: Well, yeah, because that's the people are, are under age. To. Yeah,
3: there are people there's, under age here.
2: There's a lot of things wrong with this case. Number there's, number one, the 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 children are underage. Yeah,
3: that's that's the biggest problem I see. And if that's not the biggest problem someone sees, if if your biggest problem is U of getting in trouble. You're a bad person, here's I'm the, sorry.
2: here's the second biggest problem, okay. they were giving cash, correct yeah, hello, tax evasion <laughs> <laughs> right that might
3: not be the second biggest problem but no,
2: I mean it's got to be up there oh, no, I mean, it's that, up there but if, it's if 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 you're detective lockard and you're and you're investigating this case <laughs> child- uh personal trafficking human trafficking and uh Money laundering, or I wouldn't even say money laundering, but uh, the fact that you're getting all this money for free under the table, the IRS is going to come saying, Katina Powell, (laughs) Katina Powell, Katina Powell.
3: I I think problem number two, the second biggest problem with this whole thing, is the other side of the underage because some of these recruits were 17 years old. So you've got the two underage aspects. Hey, I was 17. (laughs) Well, But you weren't a highly-touted basketball recruit, either. No,
1: I was... But the two... The... <laughs> <laughs> I was 16. Oh, see, there you go. She was 19. Oh, hey, go, Trevor. Yeah, it was, it was in Gulf Shores on a beach. <laughs> she thought I was 18. <laughs> S-
0: silly girl.
3: <laughs> but, you know, all I'm saying is that the, those were the two biggest problems. Then maybe you run into some tax evasion. wait it's uh, no maybe about, about four you, or five. You, you do run but into think, tax evasion. I think problem number three, though, is University of Louisville facing all these allegations and all these, all these charges, which I think we can all agree. There's something to it because no one is going to risk going to jail. I mean, not risk. She's going to jail. <clears throat> but I think the biggest quote that's kind of stuck out to me so far was from the business journal that, indianapolis business journal where she says where where she's saying that she's not surprised she's going to jail but she said i'd be surprised if i'm the only one that goes to jail what i want to know is what the hell does uh indiana have against louisville all of a sudden see and they're saying that they didn't do it but i think that tom jurich in his heart of hearts according to that press conference because somebody asked him flat out did you did indiana turn you in and he said i have no comment like like well, you could tell, there was yeah. some, there was some hatred in the, his tone right there. So I, I, I do think that something happened. I do think mm-hmm. IU was a supporting factor that you know said because she said she was asked to do this. She was asked to do this. So you know, if I ask you to jump off a bridge, are you going to do it?
1: No, and, but you yeah. going to pay me.
3: Well, I mean. <laughs> There isn't anything that you wouldn't do for money. I think there's a YouTube video of you humiliating yourself out there.
1: That's me walking out the door. But yeah, you go on. <laughs> but, All I did was go get the mail. And they're like, fat guy humiliating himself. I was like, what'd I do?
3: Fat guy in a little coat. <laughs>
2: fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> but
3: I, I think we're, I think it would be naive. If we said nothing happened.
2: No, I I, I agree with you. It's not nothing happened. Something clearly happened. happened. What? We don't know yet. And
3: that's what the months of
2: investigation... Not all the facts are out. So for all you people jumping to conclusions... Oh,
3: they're innocent. Oh, they're guilty.
2: Let me me ask you this. How in the world... And and Trevor, I want your opinion on this because I know where you stand on this particular individual. How in the world... Can you let Matt Jones go on ESPN and be the speaker of U of L fans? Exactly. Where did
1: they get that at? Uh, I, I don't think he was a speaker of U of L. No, fans. they said that. Well, they said that. Then that's that's ESPN dropping the ball as as yeah. they usually do. But <laughs> I mean, one, I don't mind Matt them calling oh, outside the lines, having Matt Jones on to represent. I mean, the local media from this area. He is the number one show. He's an intelligent guy. Yes, he's obviously UK fan, but Matt, you know. Matt, while, while he may poke fun at Louisville because of, of his own fanhood, is it's not going to just be blindly ignorant in his own perspective.
2: Well, he said, quote, that... And, and
1: he's been on Outside of the Lines a few other times, L- so I'm assuming their producers probably went to the well that they knew was going to show up, and that he did a good job when he was on there in the past. So they were like, let's let's call Matt Jones. And, and
3: he, let's not just say Matt Jones. There's no. another individual I wouldn't have had on there either, and that's Ramsey. And that's not nothing against Ramsey. I just think that... Yeah. You know, you to be biased to one yeah. side or the other. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Matt gonna, Jones and Ramsey are like the two biggest yes. biased towards their towards Matt, their guys. Matt Jones has blue eyes yeah, and Ramsey Ramsey's has red, red eyes. eyes. So, I yeah, mean, exactly. I think those two individuals you absolutely could not have had on no. outside the lines. I think I think maybe someone else would have yeah. been more appropriate. And
2: I think one of the biggest mistakes he made is when he <laughs> said that all UFL fans want Patino gone.
3: Yeah, I th- that's a huge the, that, they couldn't be further from the truth. No, it's absolutely not. They couldn't not. be further from no. the truth. And you know, I when Matt Jones is on there speaking for U of L, it'd be kind of like Ramsey speaking for U A K. I mean, you just, it's just not going to work out. So I think both sides are a little bit too close, like you said. There's blue eyes and there's red eyes, but you know, what about Betty Davis eyes? No oh, man. Be that as it may,
1: <laughs> angel eyes. <laughs> Lion, lion eyes.
3: eyes, lion eyes. Yes, yeah. lion eyes, yeah. <laughs> but be that as it may, though, I think we can all agree that something happened and it's centered around Andre McGee. Whether or not these sex parties were held, I don't know. Uh, I, I imagine we're going to find out because of the video footage in and around Minority Hall, as well as sign in, check in data, right. bank records, stuff like that, uh, phone traces. The, this is seems to be from the book and I have not picked up I have not picked up a copy yet it is on my to do list but everything that the book is putting out there seems to have a trail that can be followed back to certain events and certain times everything seems to be able to be easily traced it's just going to take time to get everything together in one place and get all your ducks in a row why is it
2: that every time there's an allegation or a situation or a problem, it always seems like it involves somebody who's no longer there. You ever noticed that? Yeah, I, I have noticed that like the common thread in a lot of these problems, whether it be this or another scenario, it's always about somebody who's no longer there. And my big thing was Patino was a big advocate of Andre McGee. When he was here, he was a, right. he was a graduate assistant. Then he became the director of operations for basketball, and then he shipped off to UMBKC or UKMBC or UMKC, something? UMKC, Missouri, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. He, he followed
1: sh- Kareem Richardson, who was an assistant under, with Louisville, to be the or assistant under on his staff.
2: Okay. I mean, that seems like a downgrade to me.
1: No, no, no. It's an upgrade, big time. Really? Yeah, yeah. Director Bob Operations is is kind of a level right below attempting to be a, a, an assistant coach. This the coaches. I mean, you only get three a team. They're very hard, very cutthroat to get into. So I mean, you have to kind of work. I mean, look at a guy like Scott Pageant uh, or David Pageant, excuse me, who is now with with little under that same title. He actually turned. He left an assistant coaching job at smaller schools. To take that position at Louisville and hoping to get his way into an assistant okay, coach job did, for our Louisville,
2: it just seems like that a uh, when you say director of basketball operations, that's no. a lot bigger than assistant coach.
1: No, it's not. No.
2: Okay. Not. Okay. A lot
1: less pay and a lot and a lot down the ladder. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Probably half the amount of assistant
2: coach. Wow. Okay.
1: Make yeah. good money, but but you know, right? Apparently, mm-hmm. since you know, as we can see, ten thousand dollars over four years, possibly at least, kind of money.
2: <laughs> so what what what's your take on this situation, Trevor?
1: Uh, I mean, be more specific. What do you mean? I mean, like, I, do you, do you I've think done something nothing to talk about this for do you, three do days do, straight.
2: Do you think something happened? Do you think Patino knows?
1: I do not. No, I, uh, in in a whole nutshell, no, I don't believe Patino. I don't think Patino knew. I don't think he was fully aware. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, I I Do, you I, do you. I believe something like this happened? I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think the University of Louisville was fully aware of it. I don't think obviously the coaching staff as a whole was aware of it. At least if they did, I think they would have told Patino, and I don't think he would have. I, I've talked to some former players, including those the teammates of Andre McGee, and I've talked to some other people, and you know, and they've all kind of give me the same thing. I, they, they, no way, Patino would have ever okayed this. Now, Correct. does this happen on a more now does it happen to the degree of of prostitution and money taking? You know, changing hands and and. Possibly, there's no confirmation of underage her her daughter's being underage. She said, and even in the book, that she didn't even couldn't remember their how old their daughter was when they, their youngest daughter, who could have been possibly 15, if you follow the timeline, was getting involved in this business." But I, I know that you know that that type of stuff to that degree doesn't go on everywhere. Now it may go on in some places, but it doesn't go on everywhere. Now what does go on everywhere is more often than not when a, when a recruit comes into town, he goes and he meets his. He'll meet the coaching staff. He'll meet maybe the coach in some cases, maybe not. He'll meet uh, whoever's hosting him. They'll go and do some little things here and there that involve the team. And then more often than not, and this is usually on a weekend, You know, they'll go out with whoever's their host. And I've seen players being hosted and recruits being hosted around town before, especially more in the past when I'd get out of the house more often. Now Nowadays it's hard to run into them when I'm just sitting on my couch playing Madden and smoking bud. But, you know, so they'll just – you know, they'll just go around and they'll take them out. And a lot of times they'll give them a per diem of money. And more often than not, they'll, you know, have a few drinks. They'll be college kids. They'll have a college experience like right. you do when you're in college. And, you know. They'll we, introduce
2: them to some sorority sisters.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that, yeah, and that but and but does that's happen. different. And that's they hook different. up with them because a lot of times, you know, it's girls it's, you know, just want to be near us, what they consider maybe a celebrity or someone that might be famous in the long run or come to their school. So, And that stuff happens all the time. Now, the only difference between that and everything I just described and what she describes in the book really is the exchanging of money for those sexual favors. Other than that, everything in terms of her, her coming and hanging out or her maybe her her daughters or her friends, you know, hanging out with players or recruits and maybe, you know, maybe or maybe not doing anything afterwards is not uncommon. But, you know, right. I mean, while it's a small, small, small detail in terms of the only difference being money exchange hands. It's also a very big detail. It's one of those kind of weird things in terms of the way you describe it.
2: Exactly. I totally agree with you, Trevor. Yeah. I think 100%. I don't think Patino knew anything about oh, it. Oh, When and, it comes
3: down to it, I don't think – and there, there's one reason, because he almost got fired for a moral clause when right. the whole Karen Cyber thing happened. He not
1: fired. He wasn't even well, close to getting no, fired. When,
3: no, I, I disagree, because that's a moral indecency clause, and he was hired under that pretense. Because of things that he'd done and handled with the media, there were two moral clauses in his contract that were highlighted on an ESPN article. One of which was moral uh, moral obligations to the media because of one of the outlashes that he had when he was at Boston towards the media and towards some of the some of the legends of the of the basketball court up in Boston. And the other thing um, <clears throat> is moral decency, uh, you know, in human morality, mm-hmm. like sleeping around and cheating on your wife with someone named Karen Cipher? Even if it did last 15 seconds.
1: But the cipher, the cipher stuff was mostly of her, her committing crimes of blackmail, right? Like yes, to blackmail, so that's not is moral, it, his moral it, problem. Uh,
3: moral indecency would include cheating on your spouse. I'm, I mean, sorry, it would. I mean, and he, he really did. I believe he almost got fired. He had to do some talking to Tom Jurch for that. If you ask me, because I put cheating on your spouse up there with with uh, moral problems, like human morality.
2: Well, when it, uh, circling back to what we were talking about a second ago, as far as what Trevor was uh, alluding to, I don't have a problem with that. If you want to bring a recruit in, take him out, show him a good time with uh, you know some of the team members, introduce him to some sorority girls or some college girls. Yeah, there's plenty of girls that the, do it for free. That wow. that's perfectly fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. I see no problem. You want him to get the full experience. Like, hey, look. You come play for the University of Louisville. We hang out. Uh, you know, look at these nice young ladies. You get to hang out with on the when game. We're not playing they're games or practice. They're practice. To you. They're, pra- they're flocking to you because yeah. you're on the basketball yeah. team. Exactly because they want to be a part of the group. They want to be in the it crowd or the in crowd. So that part, I totally agree with Trevor. I think that goes on a, a lot, a whole lot everywhere. But the other thing, uh, you know, the taking of money. And having a basically a prostitution ring behind the scenes of the basketball program—that's very unheard of, and I'm I'm kind of shocked, you know, to find this out about stuff. And as you have said, and as we always like to say, we don't know the full story, right? So we're not going to sit here and say fact or this is true or this, We don't know anything. All we know is what little bit we've been told and what little bit we have been told looks very incriminating oh absolutely now the biggest question i have is and we'll get into that next after the break but the question i have is is a pretty big question and how big of an impact will it be on this program we'll
3: get into that next and your calls at 384-1450 here on triple thread talk brought to you by kentucky personal defense
0: You don't have to put on the red light Those days are over You don't have to say your body to the night Rock You don't have to wear that
3: dress tonight Literally, the worst classic rock song in the history of oh classic no! Rock. That's fa- no Oh that's... no, no! I disagree. This is the worst classic rock song in the history. How of classic dare rock. you! This is a very good it's song.
2: It's rock. Don't get me
1: wrong. I'm not going to say the police aren't overrated in more ways than one. <laughs> uh, but the uh, but that's no, that's not an overrated. song. Oh. I should have gone with, with Eddie Murphy's 48 Hours version.
3: That would have been probably a little bit more preferable. You get that reference? Yeah.
1: All right. I'm proud of I'm,
3: you. I'm a big 48 Hours
1: fan. Okay. I like
3: old 80s cop mm-hmm. movies. Another Forty Eight Hours, Turner and Who. I never saw
1: another one, but but uh, Forty Eight Hours, the original
3: one. Bubba, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, of course. Do 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 do
1: do Yeah. But how, well, do you, how are you hating on Rock? I mean, I,
3: because <laughs> the whole song you hear somebody rocks it! It's terrible. Now, What's wrong the, with
1: that? The the song the uh, every step you take was more overrated than that song. I I, I actually anything like Foreigner's that song. ever done is more overrated than hey, that. Trevor, uh,
2: every move you make. Every, I'll be watching
1: every step you take.
2: <laughs> it's a Creeper <laughs> song. Of
1: course it's a Creeper song. I know. It's now, now I say that about the police. The, the, the one police song, and if you ever listen to the police, most of their songs, a lot of their songs are pretty creepy uh, because one of the, the my, probably my favorite song of theirs, which is really weird and, and almost creepy to admit, but I do like it, is Don't Stand So Close, which Don't if you actually so listen to the lyrics, it's about a teacher banging a student. So, I mean, it's kind of, like I said, Don't you ever li- actually get into the lyrics so of all their songs. Me. They're a pretty creepy band. Steve's
3: yeah. a weird dude. <clears throat> he is That's why not... he also sidelines as a
1: wrestler. Well, yes. And then the birds sound with a Boo, yeah. Boo no, this boo, man. Boo, bet, Where's yeah. it at, Trevor? You know boo this uh. man. Mess- <laughs> you get that just for saying that line.
3: <laughs> I hate you both. <laughs>
1: But we love mind. you. Yeah, that's you, right. We man. do love Appreciate
2: you. That. So before the break, I teased something. I said, what yes. is what is something big that could go on with this situation?
1: It already has. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> all right. I fell for that one. You, you took your own self. <laughs> your own. I know. I did. Okay. Took the old mortal wound there.
1: Oh, come on. These jokes just write themselves. Uh, they usually do. You're right.
2: So I'll start with Trevor. We'll work our way around the room. Trevor, if this sure. turns out to be true... And everything comes out, and it's totally all legit. Are we taking the 2013 banner down? No.
1: No. First of all, that's not coming down. Uh, that's not going to happen. Well, will there be probation involved? Yes. Will there be more than likely a new basketball coach at EFL? Probably. If the, and that was the only. If the connection is made, that not only is this stuff true, but little bit knew about it. I mean, you can you can you can come to the assumption and find the proof that it's true. But you ha- you would also have to connect to the university of Louisville for the worst case scenario to happen. Now, it could be true, and you can't prove Louisville didn't know anything about it. Then you get a no- uh, lack of institutional control uh, penalty put on you, which doesn't which is bad, but is probably what will end up happening in the long run. Right. But if that's the case, no. Long story short, the banner will not come down. The- but listen, they didn't they didn't vacate the banners. For 1950 CCNY, they didn't vacate the banners for 51 and 52 Kentucky, and those both those teams were found guilty and proof of both all players taking uh, money from bookies and scalping and, and shaving points in those said final four games and championship games to the point where Kentucky was even given the death penalty for two years on their basketball program, all their players banned for basketball for life, and they still didn't va- and they still didn't vacate their championship banner. Only one. Major, well, technically two, I guess, if you count baseball as major, but only two Division One programs have, major programs have had, major sports have had their, their championships vacated. One is 2004 USC, which was technically a AP vote anyway, so it's not exactly at the BCS championship. And two was 1989 Cal Poly team, which also was found for cheating and, and paying players and so on and so forth. So those were the only two outside of that division one programs that have had number uh, championships vacated and mostly, and pretty much all the other maybe five or six that were, I saw on the list were uh track and field. And most of that was Arkansas in the forties and USC in like the twenties. No other division one program has lost it. And even Michigan, which holds the record for long, most games vacated, uh, which is 113 for wow. the 92 to 95 scandal. Uh, didn't have, I mean, they had their final fours vacated, but I mean, that was it. I mean, in Syracuse didn't get theirs vacated. They even avoided it, even vacating their their one year. They their their vacation. Oh, they, the not, situation with the Carmelo, they're right? not vacation, but their vacated span went from 0-4 to like 0-7 and then ten to whatever. Or, right. You know, so yeah. I mean, um.
3: I think absolute worst case scenario. I think Michigan. Uh, they because you know you have runner up for look, a reason. No. Oh, no. You, yeah. You, mean, you have runner ups for a reason. So I think. Uh, <clears throat> I think if absolute worst comes to worst. We could see the first ever title come down, and I think um, I, I think Michigan would be named 2013 uh, winner of the tournament. Because well, they
1: wouldn't be named; they would vacate the banner, but they wouldn't. You wouldn't <clears throat> give the championship. To well, the I mean, team what are you going to do? That you're going to
3: have a multi-billion and for, dollar.
1: And second of all, why would why would any of this be resulting in a vacating of a banner? A banner. If you're going to do that, it's because the, what you did, what you're caught of cheating for, led to an advantage to you winning in that year. Right, and, and having ineligible players of the people, on that team Most qualify. of the people named in this were not really, not too many connected heavily to that championship team. Terrence Williams has been named in the book numerous times. <clears throat> there is uh, Gorgie Dang, is mm-hmm. not named in the book, but he denied even knowing anything about it. Uh, Peyton, there was a picture of Siba with one of the girls, but not named doing anything else. Uh, most of the other athletes named are recruits, some of which don't even at Louisville. Antonio Blake, Nietzsche, Quan Lau, were two examples. As well as uh, players like Rogier and, and Montrez Harrell that were named, while Montrez was involved in the team, but I mean he, he wasn't an impactful player other than one play. In fact, he only had one basket in that game, and that was the dunk.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> but be that as it may, though these players still played, and they were ineligible. And you're not talking one or two players; you're talking an entire team. And if you're going to be a multi, if you're going to try to tell me a multi-billion-dollar organization such as the NCAA is going to have a 2013 title vacated, and not name a runner-up, I think you're crazy. I mean, okay. you can't... You okay, perfect
2: example of that. Uh, they vacated Reggie Bush's Heisman, but they didn't give it to somebody else. But
3: that's completely different. mean, yeah,
1: no. they vacated the team's Final Four parents, so they give it to the team they beat in the Elite Eight? As no, Final they four don't. No. They don't. So
3: But you're talking about the championship game. I know, but... There's a difference between the championship and the Final Four. One being four... Four teams, and the other being the team left standing. You still
2: get down so. to four, so I I disagree. I think there's no way they're going to vacate a banner. I mean, they they and, and to Trevor's point, I totally agree. They're not going to say, "Well, 2013 Louisville won, but we're going to vacate the banner and we're going to make they Michigan didn't do the that champion. for
1: 1989. Scott Poly team, which I can't remember who they beat, but that team they didn't do it for. Them. They yeah. didn't. Yeah, no four for the USC the other two previous mentioned and banners. I
3: just. I just think that and I, I, I just think that if you're going to have multiple
2: people a on a team You know what stink
1: that would cause? I mean, you know
2: ridiculous. what a stink this is causing? I know, but still even you want to add fuel to the fire even worse. I I totally disagree. I just don't see it happening. Uh, I mean, I'm
3: just, we're talking worst-case scenario. I think we can
1: all
2: admit that's even, a worst-case scenario. I don't even think that's worst-case scenario. I think, I, I think you're going too far. I think, I think it's very plausible. I think worst-case
1: scenario is... Being put on probation and uh, Cena losing his job is worse than them. Yeah, the banner vacated. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I you can vacate I banner all you want. We know I, it's still there. I, you know, those Kentucky fans still...
3: You're under the impression I was finished saying what I was going to say. No, you guys kind of cut me off before I was done. But yeah, I think, you know, to go along with that... Patino definitely loses his job, worst-case scenario. I think death penalty, probably. No, that ain't, that uh, ain't going to happen. I, I disagree
1: with that. I I don't think so. I think Did when they you, give UMass the death penalty when they found out Cal, under Cal Perry's watch that players were taking hooker, or recruit, uh, players were getting hookers? I think it was just one, one right? Still, it was the only Marcus one that mattered. Camby? Marcus Did they do it? Yeah. No, they didn't put but them on the death penalty. But it was just one Florida player, State, Florida State didn't get hit the death penalty in 94 when they were accused and found guilty of, of allowing prostitutes for recruits. Man. Yeah, I
3: mean, all these things are out there. Duke, and
1: Duke didn't get
2: uh, <clears throat> the death penalty when the whole lacrosse. No, nah, that turned out course, to be false, though.
1: Oh, well, was yeah. which is why we shouldn't. Of yeah. course, obviously, I can assume exactly. this is all proof. Yeah, exactly. So La- lacrosse team. That's why I say Turn we should wait. Free. We should wait to well, see. Well, you're
3: the one that posed the question, though. No, I, but so I'm, I'm just yeah. saying.
1: I'm just saying. Yeah, but but no, you're naming you, off the worst things that could happen for yeah. anything. That's yeah. not the, wor- the The death penalty would not even be thought of. No. in a situation. like I
3: gotta disagree, especially after what just happened with. Five years ago, we're talking, uh, we're talking um, Patino but the being involved care, in doesn't but but they they don't about the. Care what Patino, so, they don't care about clearly what Patino they did. does in his
1: personal life. No, the assembly has no, that's they not even no on control their over that. Uh, they yeah. don't
3: have any control over it, of course, because Patino has control. But if you think for one second they didn't care. They don't no, they care. Don't. They, uh, they don't care. They I don't didn't care. give two
1: bleeps about that. No, that was a UofL internal thing. Yeah, they didn't give two bleeps about that.
3: And the other part of this whole thing is are you going to look at when you look at UofL, mm-hmm. it was stated earlier today that UofL is a rogue program. And I disagree with that notion entirely. I disagree. I believe UofL is a program of second chances. When you look at some of the people that they've kept on after very questionable circumstances and or hired back, I think at some point the, universe, or the NCAA would say, you know what? You guys had this coming. You guys hired the wrong people Continuously. Gave other people gave those same people second chances, A.K.A. Bobby Petrino, A.K.A. Clint Hurt. You know these all these people, all these people coming in and getting a couple different chances. And despite what you guys say, Rick Petrino and his uh, his uh, his involvement with Karen Cipher that also qualifies because that is still a sex scandal in which the Federal Bureau of Investigation themselves got involved in. Uh, so if you think the it,
1: it the doesn't matter
3: when it comes to it, how does it not matter? Yeah. <laughs> when okay, it, how, how does that not matter? Okay. Who has more authority in the United States of America, the NCAA or the FBI?
1: Well, the, the, FBI, has the no
3: FBI. FBI has no Hands say. Has
0: say on what the FBI so
3: has no say on what the NCAA does. not The NCAA has no say on what the FBI does. But when your school, the point there is when your school is being investigated or has been investigated by the Federal Bureau of right. Investigation.
2: No, wait a minute. The school wasn't investigated. your coach. The coach. the coach was against this. No, the, the, no.
1: Well, first of you all, you're both decipher. wrong. It wasn't either one. It was Karen Cipher yeah. being yeah. investigated, which is why she's but in prison. But it was
3: still involvement. So. so but the school was, wasn't involved. Okay, let me let me put it like this. Let me put it like this. Did, was the FBI involved or not in that case, some some way, some fashion?
0: Yes. In the okay. And End of case. case. Yes. End of story.
3: So the fact of the matter is this: when you Rebel have somebody, <laughs> when you have somebody that's been involved with the FBI, when you have somebody who was hired already facing allegations for the NCAA like Clint Hurt, uh-huh. when you have somebody that was hired back. After being fired, or not after being fired, but after he left, and then after coming back, they, and then having leaving Arkansas under questionable circumstances with the bar with the bike crash, when you have all these people with second chances, don't you think at one point the NCAA might step in and say, "You care. know what? You've done it to yourself they don't, by hiring." They, these they
2: don't care. You think they care? No, they, they do they got bigger fish to fry. They're not worried wow. about a school giving you second chances.
1: Instantly oversees 300-plus schools. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not, not worried, worried about, about you giving second chances Yes, they Yes, they, they don't care. They're worried about if that guy's going to require a third chance Newsflash, because he another rule, is, broke another rule. Even
2: though I don't like the guy, Bobby Petrino went to rehab. Bobby Petrino went through the programs to uh, better himself as a person, and Louisville gave him a second chance. Do I agree? No, I
3: don't. But I don't fault them for doing it. I'm not. Gonna oh, I don't I... fault them for doing it either. Okay. okay. I'm just saying and, if and you and think the NCAA wouldn't look at that, so what? You guys are thinking some of these things okay, are okay. are a big well, deal then, that then uh, let's, that let's, aren't a big deal that really are. They're not that big of a deal. Sure, they are. No, did then, they. Then, did then, how many then, okay. how many weeks in a row did we talk Let,
2: about the let's, hurt situation? Let's, let's start. Let's let's go seventy miles south and start investigating John
3: Calipari. Okay, when it was come to the conclusion that he had...
2: He left Memphis in shambles. He left UMass in shambles. Well, every
3: coach that leaves is going to leave their program in shambles. No, you know what I mean. Don't play dumb. You know what I mean. But when, when it comes down to it, he opened his own investigation against Marcus Camby. Did he or did he not? It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. He still left the school because if you're going to be in a in, mess, if you you cannot rightfully call Calipari your a own cheater.
1: investigation doesn't mean that you're a good yes. guy. That's like that's like going to your wife and, and being exonerated <laughs> for admitting uh-huh. that you. You slept with her sister. Exactly. Exactly. I'm admitting to it, so clearly I should be okay. I'm a good man. I'm a good man. I I did it. You know, I begged her four
3: times, twice in our bed. I'm just (laughs) saying, when that allegation was brought to him, just like like when UofL did, just like what UofL did, UofL, as soon as these allegations were brought to them by the Indianapolis Business Journal went to the NCAA as they should have. The same thing happened with coach Cal at at um at Lord, at UMass. Sorry, I almost so, completely lost. So so by the same by, thing happened. By your analogy, then Let's see if you can speak Gary. Hold uh, on. Let's the, t- go by
2: ahead. your analogy, the NCAA should keep a close watch on UK because UK
3: is giving Calipari a third chance. No, I disagree. You you wow. he's just switched a job. But they're giving him a third chance. No, they're not. Did he? Did Trevor, he? Did he leave? Did he leave U Did he not? Did he leave U three times before? Did he or not? Twice
2: before? Screw over two college basketball programs along the way. Who are we talking about? Calipari.
1: I wouldn't say no. far as far he screwed him no, over. He didn't. Absolutely. No, I mean, not. He left them with issues, but I didn't exactly. But he didn't over. screw him questionable over.
3: Questionable issues. He didn't screw him over by any means.
1: I mean, you would. It'd be. Um, I think a more proper word would be. Uh, he jumped ship before it sank. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And but he knew what was coming. But he's the one that poked the hole in the boat. Exactly. Right.
3: But at the same time, he didn't leave him in shambles. It's but he didn't know anything about it. It's perfectly oh, acceptable.
1: Of not. Of no, you can't connect. You couldn't connect it to him, which right. is why they 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 changed the rules so, on the lack of institutional control by, because of the whole behind.
3: By that, by that, by that analogy, then why is it perfectly plausible to believe that Rick Pitino? Didn't know anything about this, but oh, we no, d- we, Calipari we automatically knew about everything that happened. We don't know that So he that's knows. what I'm saying. I think it's reasonable expectation to this day that Coach Cal legitimately did not know anything about what's going on uh, with Derrick Rose, but did know about Marcus Canby because he opened his own investigation to it. If you think... If you think for one second that a coach can be in twenty places at one time, like they thought with with Derrick Rose, you're an idiot. I'm sorry, you just are. I mean, not you in particular, but anyone out there that thinks. I think
0: he's talking about you in particular. That
3: that Derek, that Derrick Rose could have been monitored by Coach Cal because Coach Cal is somehow a member of Xavier's Institute for Gifted People and can multiply himself. I mean, that's that that's that's the most ludicrous notion I've ever heard of. He he is Coach Cal. He can do a
2: lot of things. That's true. So you know, don't don't question what he can and can't do. He's a multiple man. man. He's a man. He's many talents. He's, he, can, but,
3: he can he can he can he can divide himself into twenty million people and watch keep close watch on you. That's
2: right. That's right. Well, we're late for the top of the hour break, so we're going to take a quick one here, and when we come back on the. Other side of the break, we're going to try to advance topics here, move along, talk a little college wow, football. This is fun. It is fun, but we got a lot more to cover. <laughs> college football, NFL, your phone calls, 502 384 1450 here on Triple Threat Talk, presented by Kentucky Personal Defense Training on WXVW 1450, the Sports Buzz. We'll be right back. Talk presented by Kentucky Personal Fence on 1450 the Sports Buzz. WXVW. What'd you turn it down for, Trevor? This stuff is rocking, man. Little, Sorry,
1: I forgot to let y'all talk a little, little bit.
3: Little T Pain. I'm in love with a stripper. I'm T-Pain. T-Pain. I'm T-Pain. That's, <coughs> <laughs> That's right. T I'm T Pain. So that happened Andre McGee. That's right. You fell in love with the stripper. That's right. And now oh. U of L could be facing some serious problems. So I don't think
1: little was involved. This is point blank. I think it's Andre McGee just got caught up with the wrong uh you know, uh, another definition for uh, another definition well, for a word that you used to describe a garden, ho- a well, garden instrument, and uh, hey, and, can, uh, we can't say that on air. I can say ho. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: can we say the s k the s k a n word skank? Yeah, yeah, you can okay. say skank. I, you know, people were wondering what to name this.
1: I mean, I've in, in, I've, in the last seventy-two hours, I've said the word escort, prosper, pros. Prostitute skank. I don't pork believe you could say that bunker. word because you just couldn't. Uh, lady the night, uh, madam. So let me. Okay. Madam, I, like madam. Oh, let me, yeah. I like madam.
3: Let me officially name this because people have been looking for a gate because anything conspiracy skank gate skank gate. That's what I'm going with skank gate. Uh, why
1: does everything have to be a gate attitude now? I just though? you
3: know <laughs> it started with the original Watergate, which right. had nothing I, to do with water at all. Yeah, it was because it, and, and it was a hotel. That's I'm aware. Okay. I'm just saying. Skategate. <clears throat> I I just I, I I think we should I think uh, I think this should be named. I'm actually going to be tweeting this right now. Oh boy.
2: Uh, it th- yeah. He'll be trademarking this tomorrow. Yeah, it, it, be I wanted to come for he me. He will be at the copyright office at 8 a.m. Getting this trademark. Long Trevor. story
1: short, and this is one reason why Louisville probably didn't know anything was going on. This is again Andre McGee, who was maybe at best trying to to do a good thing, but maybe try to impress some bosses by helping getting some recruits in. And he got hooked up with the wrong hoe and uh, wrong hood rat <laughs> and uh, met her and got introduced to the wrong girl from his barbershop buddies. And he wanted he wish- to maybe impress her a little bit. So, you know, how else do you impress a woman that you're trying to get into her pants? You tell her you know somebody. Hell, I used to, I, I've used that line many a times. I tell people all the time, yeah, I know Gary Lockard. You'd be surprised how many women drop their underwear when I tell them that. And then they asked me for an STD test, which I don't know. I have to ask you about that to break. But nonetheless, <laughs> you know, uh, th- this is what it is. The crocodile I mean, so like, test. Yeah.
2: So, so if we're comparing it here from a standpoint, oh, we're of, gonna do that now. He... <laughs> oh, <my bad>. Wow.
1: <laughs> so
2: like he should he he should <laughs> <laughs> he should have been shopping at the Home Depot Garden Center instead he was shopping at Walmart.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, or his his local barber shop. Apparently, that's where he met her. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. So
3: skank
1: gate. Skank gate. That's write, what we're naming this.
2: Write that down.
3: Let it be. Like, it's about ready
2: to get tweeted. <laughs>
3: write that write down. Tat tat. Don't so. call that skank. There well, you I, go. I, I just. You know, who do you hashtag on that? Hashtag what? U of L athletics? No.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. No. Okay. Ha- hashtag Trixies. <laughs> Actually, don't do that. PTs. Don't Has, do that either. Hashtag
2: Seventh Street.
1: <laughs>
2: Would that work, Trevor? <laughs> Cahoots. <laughs> Cahoots. <laughs> <laughs> So moving on from the that, to talk a little football.
1: Oh, I want to talk more prostitutes. <laughs> okay. Come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go on. Move on. <laughs> okay. We can move on now. Uh,
2: so Gary uh, went to Lexington this past weekend for his bachelor party. Trevor, and it, almost, it, it almost turned out to be a bad night for, for Mr. Lockard. It, it was a bad night for most of the game. As his uh, Wildcats struggled mightily. Against the ever-powerful FCS Eastern Kentucky Colonels. But in the end...
3: Well, let's not when, underrate
2: it. When it all mattered most, and when the chips were on the table, the Cats got it done in overtime and won. But not before things were a little shaky down by... I mean... 14. 14 in the fourth 14,
1: quarter. 27-13. What was it? Six minutes to play? Five minutes to play? Yeah,
2: something like that. And uh, I think uh a lot of, i think eastern kentucky finally ran out of gas
1: i
3: think i mean their defense looked one of the most just one of the most absolute things that people are forgetting about this is unfortunately eastern kentucky did have a player who passed away last saturday night and right. nothing can compare to a team that's on an emotional high i mean it it's a fact these things happen there have been teams that have lost players and have beaten teams that are better opponents because they rise to the occasion.
2: Well, if Trevor was on the team, it'd be a regular high. (laughs) I
3: say. That's very true. (laughs)
2: High
0: on
3: life. You know, it's one of those things, though, that when you look at it, yes, it was a bad game, and yes, U of K played bad, but at the same time, EKU rose to the occasion because they wanted to play for their fallen teammate, and rightfully so. Uh, I wouldn't have blamed – if it was my bachelor party, if it wasn't my bachelor party – I would have been rooting for EKU. Yes, maybe that's a little selfish of me, but by golly, we are all six—six six of my closest friends—and I went to, and you were supposed to go. I was but, sick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like I am now, I, but that didn't stop me from coming into the studio and giving okay. a good oh, on, product.
1: You, ba- you bailed on your best friend's you, bachelor yeah. Wait, Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Uh,
3: I'm not his best
2: friend, best, but he, oh, is, then he is, is a good
0: mind. friend. Best, you can bail. Best
2: friend is a strong <laughs> word, Trevor. You watch your tone. <laughs> okay, <then> never mind. <laughs> and you then you, then you, are, you no, have the right to bail. Them. First off,
3: I had a head cold. A
1: uh, head cold? D- and yeah. it was
3: in the 40s. Trevor, am I currently, right now, am I, or am I not dying in the middle of the studio. I don't
1: know. Yeah, about we're not dying. sitting outside <laughs> in the
2: freezing cold with a rain.
1: It wasn't, the, it wasn't It wasn't that bad. Yeah, you're describing it like they were sitting in It a was cold. Monstead. We weren't in cold. I didn't, we I worked, didn't, worked
3: in southern Siberia.
1: I didn't leave my house Saturday. Neither did I? But it wasn't because of the weather outside. Well, you amazing. never leave
3: your house unless you got to come to work.
1: Yeah, that's actually true. So, I mean, that's neither well, I don't here nor there. A place. I paid for, it. I'm going to stay there as much as I can. Well, I, you <laughs> know,
2: I don't blame you there, but sometimes you just got to get out, Trevor.
1: Yeah, well, you know. There's nothing I can't order or have delivered. <laughs> That's <laughs> <ask> Andre McGee. <laughs> nice, uh, nice.
3: I like that. That was good. But
1: no, that's still okay. It's, uh, since you're not leveled the best friend ranking, then yeah, we're good I mean, friends. Good friends, you can bail on a good friend. Then yeah, you're okay. You you can't you can't bitch at him for that. You're, <clears throat> you're okay. By the way,
3: number one worldwide trend now is Skategate
1: I'm sure it
2: is. And yeah. and it's not like I'm bailing on his wedding next week. Are you? No, I spent three hours last night shopping
1: for a purple tie. Why? That's right. Because our colors because are, are orange, he, purple, and he black. Said,
2: he said that the groomsmen have to wear purple ties. That's
1: right. Oh, you're a groomsman? Yeah, he's a groomsman. Oh, yeah, then you couldn't have been. You, you, you should have gone to the bachelor yeah. party, dude. I oh, didn't know yeah. you were in the wedding. Trevor's
3: back on my side.
1: Yeah, I didn't know you were in the wedding. No, he's yes, in the wedding. I'm in the wedding. Yeah, you should have gone to the bachelor we party. We even
3: have, we because he's the shortest one of them all, we even have an adjustable uh, an adjustable
1: camera how sweet. yeah How nice of them! Yeah, exactly. We wanted like to it. make sure we like, get as pretty. They could have had just them. stand on phone books, but that's I'll, just me. I like it when you talk dirty to me, <laughs>
2: just so you know. I just thought so, I'd throw that out there.
1: So, okay, so you, you, you're, you're looking for a purple tie, and yeah. you could just order one online, but that's not no, there.
2: no. <laughs> that'd be the cheap way
1: out. Well, hey, you didn't even go to his bachelor party. Why are you trying to be like ex- going the extra because, mile now? Because
2: Gary wants everybody to have. It has to be a specific color, of purple. Trust me. I Royal went purple. Like, I went through like three hundred ties last night.
1: I'm it, so glad we're not friends enough to get an invite to this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you you can come to the reception. You just got to you know not wear eagle shorts,
1: dude. I, well, first of all, I would probably would the only thing you'd get out of it is an extra gift because I would have just given your registry and been like, I'm not coming. Let's just. <laughs> (laughs) – open bar, then I might consider it.
3: There's a limited open bar.
1: A limited? You can't limit the word open bar. We have
3: some alcoholic beverages that will be there.
1: For free? Yes. Okay, then that's an open bar. Well, but it's a limited supply. Trevor, is there a Trevor, lot of alcoholics in your family? Trevor, I'll sneak, no. you,
2: sneak you a fifth under the table. Thanks, Trevor. man. I appreciate it. I <laughs> yeah, you might got, need that. You
1: got that. You got it. Might need it more than me, though. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> now, most, most of the time, most I, I, I usually don't avoid going to weddings for. The obvious reasons of I just don't want to go. Well, so yeah. usually I just buy them I and I spend an extra hundred bucks on it. You're not there yet. creeping
3: on the single girls, nah? Like wedding crashers?
1: No, no, no. Who is
3: a, your Owen Wilson? Because I'm assuming you're Vince Vaughn.
1: I would be Vince Vaughn, okay. except I look too much like you know Vince Vaughn ran to a tree and got run over by a car, so and got hit with the ugly and stick. got hit with the ugly stick. Yeah, so no, I, I don't Ouch. do that, all that twice. I couldn't get laid going picking up girls at a funeral.
3: I might have gone. I might have gone with hey. in, a, in a women's prison, handing out pardons. Yes, yes, Ch- I could do that either. Chaz Beckwith, you could go
1: with him. And crash funeral. But I can yell for meatloaf for my mom. Meatloaf, we want it now, now. So, back, but back to the original part of the story before we trailed off was the ADD, and I yes. have an excuse at least. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> hey, to you two. But the uh, Eastern Kentucky, Kentucky, you went to a bachelor party. Obviously, uh, Jimmy doesn't consider you a good enough friend to go. So he did enough you.
2: of that already, Trevor. He enough.
1: Stayed at home reading the, the book, uh, of the "Best Court Queen," and breaking cardinal news. Right? And he stayed home in, in his pajamas and read that iBook instead of going to your bachelor party. Uh, overall, the game—it it, it did seem that Kentucky, for the most part, was, was a team that didn't want, didn't even, try, didn't care about being there. They, yeah. And until they wanted to, if they wanted to. To play the way they played the last two possessions they had the ball, they probably would have destroyed EKU, and they probably should have destroyed EKU. I don't, I don't know. I think it was more not to, dis- not to disrespect EKU and, and say that they weren't trying to play better for a fallen friend, but I think it was more to the, the situation that, West, that UK itself played played poorly. Their offensive line and was struggling because I, of injuries. They didn't have Boom Williams. And then just really, for the first three quarters, they looked like they didn't give a bleep.
3: But yeah. here's the thing. I think everything you said is just about 100% accurate but I would have added one more thing. I think Patrick toles took too many risks at quarterback. He well, was he making, had he, very bad throws. He was making terrible throws, mm. but he was making terrible throws that he knew were terrible. It's almost like he felt like he could go out there and test an aerial offense that he hadn't tested yet and try to get away with it. It really cuz I saw some of the plays, you know, being there, being there in the stadium, you see things sometimes. Right. That, that you just don't see on TV, and the directions he was looking, the decision time he had. Right. He was purposely making some of these throws because it was almost like he was wanting to humiliate EKU a little bit more, and he got picked off four times for it. Those passes, there was at least somebody open in a safer location, completely open where those balls wouldn't get intercepted, but he opted to go for a 30 or 35-yard right. uh, try and got picked off for his troubles. Make no mistake about it. Everything that Trevor just said is true. Bad O-line, no Boone Williams, uh, everything else. But you can also add Patrick Toll's gambling to that list, too. And make yeah. no mistake about it. And don't you
1: th- think that kind of results is what I just said, though, about the fact that the O-line was missing two starters? So, the obviously, pressure is coming on no, Toll as well. I, as, I mean, because he, 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 saw he has to the force cl- things knowing that the, this, he's missing weapons around I, him.
3: I don't, think th- I don't think so because in this case— You, you can't, you can't miss a wide open guy. You wide open, nobody around, especially when you look his direction first, and you opt to throw downfield a thirty-five yard pick. No, he that that is not. If anything. The O line held together, gave him a few more seconds to spot the guy downfield <laughs> that he threw a risky play at.
2: I mean, yeah, he had several passes that were very bad. I I'm mean, all, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, who are you throwing the ball? The to? second
3: pick. Yes, when he threw the second was pick, atrocious. I'm not kidding you. There was somebody wide open in the end zone when he threw his second pick. Nobody around the guy in the end zone. I think it was Dory. I think it was Baker. He's wide open in the middle of the end zone. Right he had his hand up too waving and what's worse is tolls looked his direction first looked his direction and still threw the pick in the in the corner of the end zone
2: the only thing i can think of in that instance is maybe he thought the safety was trying to bait tolls into throwing the ball even though he was but the safety so. was
3: nowhere around right yeah. But, yeah
2: exactly but i mean that's the only thing i can think yeah. of i'm not defending the guy i'm just saying maybe that's what he thought uh, And if you saw, obviously you didn't see it because you were there, but on TV they interviewed Coach Stoops at halftime. And to say he was displeased with tolls was very, very I would have yanked him and put him in Barker. And uh, he definitely, I don't know what he said to that kid at halftime. He probably read him his rights. Probably, <laughs> I'm going to
3: put in Barker. <laughs> you
2: know, and then him.
3: there was probably like, no, please don't, don't, don't put in
2: Barker. Yeah, it could be. Could be, and I'm surprised we didn't see Barker. on Oh, Saturday. I'm shocked.
1: Are you shocked we didn't see Drew Barker on Saturday? No, stole. stole I mean, stole, uh, Stoops did make reference of him trying, maybe getting him out and getting some played minutes in the game, but I, I'm not. No, I, I, I don't. I would not do that. No, no. And the only reason I would put Parker and Bark Barker, in, excuse me, not Parker, but Barker, is as if uh, they were up maybe like 45 nothing or something, and those start snaps. But no, I wouldn't pull the the, the uh, leash on him. Just yet. that's just. Acting a little bit uh, over-hesitant, if you ask me.
2: And so they did pick up the win on Saturday. They get a bye week this week for the troubles to get ready for Auburn uh, at home. At home. Uh, So uh, uh, also the Cardinals have a bye week this week. Mm -hmm. So an interesting week of local football action this week. No Louisville or no Kentucky this week. So that'll be interesting. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk about the Louisville Cardinals win over the North Carolina State Wolfpack and we'll also get into NFL week number five already. That's all coming up That's next. Depressing. Triple Threat Talk presented by Kentucky Personal Defense here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. WXVW. We'll be right back. saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't
0: me.
2: we were about butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor.
3: It's freaky how into this song you're getting. I like this song. Like, it looks
1: like you should be <laughs> dancing at P.T.'s. Like this song, by the Shaggy
3: way? Shaggy is great. I'm sorry. If you Shaggy don't like- is great. And he <laughs> shares the Scooby-Doo name, so.
1: I mean, that's, that's a good song. <clears throat> how could I
3: be? Welcome back, 1450 AM, the me was sports me. buzz. is another one this- of the songs
1: was actually speaking of uh, the six degrees of... Uh, a Back to the Future. He did. He uh, sampled Earth Angel and one of his other more popular songs. Speaking of which, Back to the Future, which was played in uh, Back to and are the Future. forty two, two,
3: two huge Back to the Future announcements. One, Back to the Future did predict that the Chicago Cubs would win in the year twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah, I'm still waiting on a hoverboard though. Uh, and
3: the other thing is, did y'all see this? They are coming out with the. Uh, remember when Marty orders a Pepsi in the future at the bar?
1: Yeah, the the you and the robot makes it.
3: No, he, the, like the the can the, they the can him. like the bottle that they gave him.
1: Uh, I don't remember the exact. The, but I don't remember that. I'll look it up.
3: They're making that bottle. It will be out shortly. Okay. So it'd be pretty cool. So that is cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as, as you said, the Cubbies are up four to zero. I wish yeah. I
1: could go back in
3: beginning of the season and put some money on the old Cubbies.
1: Oh, I see what you're talking about. I remember that now. Yeah. I Had to Google it. Exactly. <clears throat> but uh. Welcome back to Triple Dread
3: Talk, brought to you by Kentucky Personal Defense. This is part of the show. We're going to open up the phone calls. We want your phone calls to talk about anything that we've talked about today while we go over the NFL week number five and also talk a little bit about the Cardinals uh, football game uh, at UN, at NC State. Give us a call, 384-1450. Once again, that's 384-1450. Give us a call to talk to us a little bit about the goings-on of the day. As you called it skank gate skank gate it's going to catch fire I'm telling you just like it just w- like some of them probably fire, fire, I Only if you fire. don't wear a condom
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that yep. one yeah <laughs> the clap
3: will kill you he
2: served that one right up and yep. I was waiting for you to knock it right just, on up just like they were served
1: <laughs> right on
3: up that's right that's right so uh, the jokes just write themselves it's not a funny situation but it's one of those situations where the jokes literally write themselves
2: they really do exactly. So uh, this past weekend, the Cardinals on the road against four and O North Carolina State, getting the job done, uh, pouncing on them early, seventeen up seventeen to nothing at one point, and hanging on to win twenty to thirteen. Uh, you know, good performance. They went into a hostile ACC environment uh, with NC State, a team that was undefeated. Uh, Previously, and they picked up the win. So that gets them closer to 500. They're now two and three. They get a week off before they have to play at Florida State, which is obviously no picnic. Uh, It's not the same Florida State team that, you know, without Jameis Winston, obviously, but they still have uh, Everett Golson, right, Trevor? Yes, they do. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's
1: a good or bad thing, but yeah, yeah, they do.
2: They have Everett Golson, who's uh, been a nice stand in. I think this is his one and only year of eligibility, right? Correct. Yeah. One and only year of eligibility. So uh, that's going to be an interesting game on the road. But they do get a week off to prepare. Uh, What was your biggest takeaways? For me, uh, obviously the week before we kind of joked because they beat uh, Sanford, But in this, obviously this is a little bit more of a quality win. Yeah, this is more of a credible win. When you beat an ACC team at their place. Uh, I saw a lot more improvement on both sides of the ball this past weekend uh seemed like there was a lot more consistency both with the offense and defense, and they played more of a well-rounded game this past weekend to me. <coughs> As the, the, the
1: doc, the poor doc. Brilliant insight, Gary. Thanks, uh, Gary. That was, that was excellent, by the way. That Summed up the, <clears throat> the, the first three games. Trevor, maybe. the it, doc
2: needs a doc. It's, Trevor, it's no different than when we go to you and you're like, Huh? Uh, what?
1: <laughs> what? I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening to my, Sorry. Own, to my own production. Which is bad. Listening. Which is bad because I wasn't listening to you in a second ago too. Um, no, I'm just, I was actually listening. Uh, things that stuck out to me. One was uh, well, the, I, I, and you can put it on the crutch that NC State's leading running back. Well, they're leading rusher for the last two years. Even though they technically they're leading rusher this year because of suspensions, but part, but they their best running back. Was out of the game. They were held was able to hold NC State in in check and rushing wise. holding running back only sixty eight yards in this game. Uh, as a whole, they were just barely over one hundred yards, I believe. So that was one of the bigger things for me. As much as anything, offensively, I've been okay with the hiccups come along. They've come with them because I understand with with, with the youth of, that Louisville has. The hiccups are going to happen. Out of the offensive line played a little better, not still not consistent. No. But more often, but more more than anything, I was. Um, and maybe NC State, obviously, despite being 4 no is not as good offensively as some people may think, and that's maybe true. They had put up decent numbers on on what would be considered possibly scrub teams, including EKU, for an example, where they beat thirty five nothing in week two. Yes, but I, I was the defense was Many what have... stood out to me the most because I thought holding them on the road, even in the rain, nonetheless, the thirteen points was a huge leap forward in the way this defense has been playing over the last five weeks of the season or four weeks of the season.
2: Right. And I think that was my biggest thing was, uh, as you alluded to, was there was some hiccups on offense, but you can clearly see they're getting better. Yeah. And, and uh, they've improved vastly. I love the fact that he's sticking with Lamar Jackson. Uh, We're finally get some consistency at the quarterback position, which you said last week, Trevor, you just want him to be consistent. You don't care who it is. Just put somebody there and leave him there. Exactly. You know, and which I think is a good thing. And as I said last week on the show, Lamar Jackson is his guy. He recruited him. He brought him in. That's who he wanted. And as we said last week on the show, you know, uh, everybody was trying to say there was no controversy. Well, there was a controversy, but now I think we've might have finally got that solved. And I love the fact the way they're using Reggie Bonifant. They're using him how they kind of used him at Trinity. You line him up a wide receiver, running back, maybe play a little quarterback. The, you know, he's being utilized the perfect way in which he should be utilized. He's a He's a great utility player. He doesn't need to be constrained or confined to one position. He performed a lot better when he was, you know, doing the running back or the receiver, sometimes going up at the wildcat at quarterback when he was at Trinity. And I think, uh, you know, this is working out well for L as well. And after playing well on the road at NC State, as you said, maybe they're not quite as good as we thought, and not having their running back could be a factor. But regardless of that, Getting a big win on the road and then having a bye week to prepare for probably your toughest uh, conference opponent left on your schedule uh, is a big thing and definitely gives the cards a big momentum headed uh, into the game next week in Tallahassee for sure.
1: Are you okay, Gary, to talk? That's a no.
0: All right. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> and,
1: and, why, and you guys keep in mind for little fans that are willing to jump off the bridge or choke themselves the way Gary is right now, <laughs> yeah. uh, is that, I mean, the Louisville is looking at a more softer side of their schedule yes. after the Florida State game. Yeah, yeah.
2: They, they definitely played their toughest schedule early.
1: Yes. Gary, Martin, any insight on that one? Yeah, I think it, <laughs> it definitely is uh, a top-loaded
3: schedule toward yes, the front of absolutely. the season. After the back part of the season, um, it does kind of delve off a little bit. Then it gets tough right again there at the end because I know that they were saying that UK is always an automatic win. And news for you, UK is not an automatic win this year for well, you guys if, for U of L. If
2: UK plays like they did against E
1: K U, well, it'll be a runaway. But then again, if U of L <laughs> plays
3: like they did against Houston, it'll definitely be a runaway. Well, Houston's too.
1: probably maybe the so. best team outside of Clemson that Louisville's played. Houston's better than Auburn. Well.
3: Yes, but maybe.
1: No, they are. There's, there's, there's no. Yeah, it's hard for me to agree with that statement. Well, Auburn's awful. Auburn but first is of awful, all, and but Houston's not. Houston. That, that kind of explains. Okay, itself.
3: so they play like they did against Auburn. Okay, and they still came away with a loss. How's that?
1: And, and they beat themselves in that Auburn okay. game more yeah. than is anything. So, yeah.
3: the point is that I don't think. I, UK is not a definite win. You could say, you could take the worst team, you could take the worst game off UK's schedule, which by far has been the UK game or has been the EKU game. You know, some might argue Florida, but when you're down to an FCS team, that beats the pants off uh, of uh, being down five points to uh, to a very good Florida SEC East team. So, you know, the, I think the worst that UK's played all year was against the EKU. If they play like they played against EKU and Louisville plays like as bad as they did against Auburn, you're gonna have a battle of the bad, as we like to say. Sometimes it'll be a zero it, to it, zero. It, it'll be horrible. Very bad. But, but you. But unfortunately, we do know that in this state, as in many others, in rivalries,
0: mm-hmm.
3: when you play your rival, you bring it. And usually, uh, usually. usually. And I think uh, I think that's what we're gonna see at the end of the year. But um, but yeah. I think uh, NC State was a good quality win for UofL. Uh, Finally, they get in the win column with a quality win. They were obviously in the win column, but let's face it, Sanford is not a quality win for them. Uh, NC State, however, very good resume builder, especially going into the rest of ACC conference play.
2: Uh, I know I'm not saying Kentucky is an automatic win by no means, but if you ask me, I think if they can steal a win at Florida State, they have a very high probability of winning out. Um, maybe. I mean, Trevor, your thoughts?
3: on I that think at they all? got two games. The Florida State game scares me. The Kentucky and the Kentucky
2: game are going to be their two yeah. hardest games on the schedule. I agree with that. But if they can squeak a win out at Florida State, they have a very high probability of winning out.
1: Uh, the probability is high, but I don't, I wouldn't say it's. I mean, I'm not
2: saying it's going to happen. I'm saying I it's could. I mean, is good,
1: it above though. 50%? Yeah, but is it above 80%? Probably no, not. Is no. it above 70%? Probably not. I mean, you still have to go at Pittsburgh. I think it's at Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at Wake Forest. Well, uh, Wake
2: Forest is horrible.
1: Yeah, Wake Forest almost beat Florida State last week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and it's a road game nonetheless. And it's a uh, Thursday night. Uh, is that a Thursday night game? A little Wake yeah. Forest game?
2: Uh, I think, well, no, Friday night. Friday uh, okay. night.
1: Okay, well, either way. Um, and then, of course, you obviously have you mentioned Kentucky, and then you have Syracuse, which Syracuse is pretty bad too, though. And they have Virginia at home. And Virginia, who's awful. Syracuse, Virginia are probably the easiest ones. Pittsburgh can be a tough game. Even oh, they, though they have Boston College well. too. And Boston College, Boston College is in Louisville, but Louis it's Rose, at right? home. It's at Louis yeah. Bowl. Boston College is a different team on the road. They, they play. They play really well in the, at home, but they play. They struggle on the road. Evidence of last year where they gave Louisville a run for their money on the road mm-hmm. uh, while Louisville went there. So I mean, I'm not saying that. Yes, if you want to look at it as, as a optimistic point of view, glass half full. Right. When you look at the schedule after Florida State, they can lower run the table. Yeah, it's definitely at, not out of the realm of possibility, especially if everyone plays well and everything begins to click. Right. As, uh, on top of things beginning improving each and every week um, on top of the previous week that it was. But it's... N- the odds are very slim to Yeah. I don't I, think they will. I'm,
2: I'm looking at it from the glass half full. But standpoint. I, I do
1: see a bowl in the future if, that, if that's what you're curious. And I, don't, I, I don't just mean the one I when I go to the car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> wow, uh, are you saying I? I said I, even after they won this past weekend, I said seven and five is very possible.
1: Oh yeah, seven and five. That that's still. I mean, that would be still. I think that would be even underachieving a little bit to point. So theory. you think eight and four? I think eight and four is a reasonable. Reasonable, maybe reasonable lose
2: thought. maybe lose one more game then, and I would
1: look at that maybe being the which I guess technically, but in that case, I would be saying they'd be going. Uh, you'd,
2: out. They'd win out after Florida State, but
1: I would think it'd be more likely they'd beat Florida State and, and lose to Kentucky or, or someone in general. Like yeah. whether it be whether it be Kentucky, lose to somebody stupid, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, as yeah. I mentioned, one of those games. Yeah, I yeah. I'd see that. I think Louisville should be able to beat Florida State. I don't think Florida State's that talented. I yeah. think they're a little overrated, but. There's still not an easy place to go in and win it. That's for I mean, damn sure. I mean, to
2: be as young as they are, I think if they went seven and five or even eight and four would be a very good success.
1: I think so too. I mean, people are automatically slitting their throat and jumping off the bridge off a no and three start, but technically, or one and three start, I guess, before the NC State game. But for the most part, really going into the season, the only game that's really gone. And, a, and against the, the grain in terms of predictions by even the die hardest Louisville fans, it was the Houston game. I mean, most Louisville fans thought themselves as. I mean, yes, there's some that said we can be three and zero, but most of right. those are probably have trouble, you know, counting to ten because their cousin is their sister. But <laughs> but the, the fact that most, more often than not, most reasonable Louisville fans saw this team opening probably one and two anyway. So the fact that they were 0-3, yes, that hurts, but right. it's really not – it was you know, really not another realm of craziness. And Houston is a better team than I think – I knew they had a good team. Hell, I, I bet Houston getting points in that game. I knew that was way too many points first of all. But I also uh, – I knew Houston was a solid team. I liked the coach they got down there. There was the offensive guy from Ohio State, the offensive coordinator. They, had a, mm-hmm. they were a nine-win team the previous year. For some reason, they fired their coach. I think he's just kind of a, a – A bleep hole in terms of how he acts with people, I think, was what I've understood.
2: Sometimes your personality Uh, doesn't get you. Yeah.
1: He's a former Louisville uh, director of operations, by the way, Uh, at one point back uh, in the uh, early 2000s. He was here working as Louisville staff. So, uh, I mean, Louisville, long story short, Houston was a good team, so it didn't shock me Louisville lost that game. And the fact that Louisville is right now two at three, why I I would prefer being three and two, like most people probably predicted at this point. Mm -hmm. Two and three is not completely. You know, not crazy. I mean, no. for, for example, they 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 only have one loss in the ACC. If you want to be looking at it with a glass half full. Glass half a full perspective. Right.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So. With that, we're going to take our final break Did of the evening. Is Dog talk
1: at all yet, or is he stuck? I can't see him. I'm, hey, I'm he's, he's having troubles. He's okay. having troubles.
2: We've we got to get to this <laughs> last segment before we get it. So this can- is
1: Dog's best show ever. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll take our last break of the night. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with NFL and our Pick'Em segment. Right after this, stay tuned. Triple Threat Talk presented by Kentucky Personal Defense Training on 1450 The Sports Buzz, WXVW.
0: No, nobody, nobody
2: but me. Nice song selection there, Trevor. Oh,
1: I'm staying on theme, but you know what? Women aren't the only ones that are uh, take it for money. That's Dude, right. You no, know, the men, as Ie, as David L. Roth called himself a juggle.
3: There you go.
1: Just like <clears throat> ICP. I don't. Uh, you mean the the clown posse yeah, guys?
3: They call uh, themselves juggalos. That's, they, a yeah. that's a juggalo. Not a jiggalo. That's
1: a juggalo. A juggalo is something totally different from a jiggalo. <laughs> yeah, two different things. They right? sound alike. Well, no. <laughs> well, Jug yeah. jig Well, the word hoe and ho sound alike, but one's a garden tool and one <laughs> one you know is is in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Welcome back here on Triple Threat Talk, presented by Kentucky Personal Defense on 1450 the Sports Buzz. So our final segment of the night is talking a little NFL action. And to recap our pick'ems.
1: Yeah, remind everybody the remind everybody the records of that by the way.
2: Gary is in last place at nine and six. Made up a game though. Two uh, games. I am in second at eleven and four. Trevor leading the way at twelve and three. So,
1: so i I've got twelve who's Susan second place. How many wins you got? Eleven. Oh she's so only one game behind me. Yes. Uh, I better pay attention
2: then. Yeah you better pay attention.
1: Did I lose in our fantasy league? Uh, i'm not sure surprisingly i I've lost by a freaking point <laughs> i hadn't even this is the first i've checked it since since i set my lineup on saturday and it's you, <laughs> not you lost by a point i lost by a point i don't know who kyle cotton is but screw you buddy hey I, I, I work i work with him at my other job well tell him that for me i will i'll call him tomorrow and be like hey Trevor, our producer at the station said, Screw you. How did I lose by a point? I I was because my lord, I'm now pissed. What are we talking about? Blame the
2: blame the commissioner. It's probably a shoddy
3: scoring rules.
1: I mean, well, I, I blame more injuries. Was, I got three starters that are out right now. That
3: was the worst, one of the worst calls I've ever seen. How did I?
1: How, how did I only score eighty-seven <laughs> points? Good Lord, Good Lord, kind of, who are you playing? This is literally the first time. Well, I mean, I got. Well, we don't have. You all have it as non-PPR, so the scoring <laughs> low points is not out of the question.
3: Right, that's true. Yeah, so
1: you're not going to get non PPR.
3: By the way, is how we like to play. We don't like we're we're just like Antonio Brown. We don't like to give points just for participation.
1: No, that's fine. I mean, non PPR is fine. I mean, that's I mean, if you want to do dial-up internet as well, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's what it is. It's dial-up internet. Of
3: no, I I disagree. I I don't think I don't think there's any skill in just getting a handoff. Or well, catching it's a not ball, not a
1: handoff. It's catching a ball. Well, and, no, but in PPR, I disagree. I think there's a lot of skill involved in catching it. Well, Otherwise, but I, don't they you
3: also give? Don't they also give points like a half a point for each handoff?
1: No. Um, uh, Reception.
3: What about? Okay, so if,
2: A handoff
1: I, and reception are two different things. Not no, only about I'm the aware. I'm completely aware, aware okay, of just that. Thinking, sure. I don't know. You only got there, like eight there
3: wins in the for example, where I work, there is a league on ESPN that they're doing so. ESPN League. That each handoff is a half of a point, and right. a reception is one point. So if a running
2: back gets thirty carries, you get fifteen, 15 points. points. No, yes.
3: I'm good.
1: Yeah,
3: that's a that's boring. That's that's atrocious.
2: That is atrocious. Adds
1: to the, the strategy of things. What's atrocious is I, I lost.
2: I like it the fact when you when your guy gets hundred yards, you get ten points. Yeah, that's cool. That's the way it should
1: be. Yeah. I just logged on here to check the waiver wire, and I found out I lost. I'm kind of ticked.
0: Sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And Trevor
1: is. I uh, said you should tell how much tre- like I pay attention tre- to this league, though. Tre- Trevor <laughs> is
2: legitimately pissed off that he
1: lost the game. <laughs> questions about the scoring in this matchup? Well, yeah, <laughs> <I> got <laughs> lots of questions. One, how the hell did I lose?
2: <laughs> well, let's see how you can do in Pickums this week. Let's see if you can hold on to your lead after this week. I blame Frank Gore. There you go. He's a good one to blame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's what's our games this week? Hit me up.
2: All right, we'll start with uh, Gary since he's on the bottom of the totem pole. Thinking, yeah, we Trevor don't, will pick last. We, we don't
1: want him copying off of us like he likes to. do. First game of the week
2: we are looking at is Colts and Texans. Uh, it's a matter of Andrew. Are we Luck. really
1: gonna pick this game? Yes, we are. Well, for you, but your record does it really matter what <laughs> games he picks?
3: <laughs> I'm only three games behind you.
1: Uh, no, no. <clears throat>
2: so it's a matter of will Andrew Luck or will Andrew Luck not play? And I'm thinking he's going to play because when I last checked the line when I did this uh, for show prep, Houston a one and a half point favorite.
1: Oh, wow, that's I assume team. you're going. You checked the line today, right?
2: I checked it right before the show started.
1: Okay, good. Okay.
2: So that, that's the
3: case. Andrew Luck was taking snaps earlier today because Matt Hasselbeck is sick. I'm going to take the Colts.
1: He's first of all, he's 40 years old. He ain't sick. He's old. Right. I'm I'm taking the Colts. Uh, what was? Give me the line again. Colts. Houston one and a half. Houston favored by one and a half yeah. at Houston. Yes. Um, Colts.
2: All right. Second game of the of the week. Seahawks at Bengals.
1: I like how you're emphasizing that now because you know I ask that every time. I know. I at, do. It's a habit.
0: <laughs> Bengals
3: three point favorite. Uh, Andy Dalton twenty one and twenty one and three at home. I like. Uh, 21-3 at home Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, usually big. I'm going to take the Bengals to to, to cover. Or to, to straight out win.
2: I'll take the Bengals to cover the three points. Give me the Bengals.
1: Uh, at Cincinnati, right? Yep. Uh, minus three, correct? Yes. I'm going Seattle.
3: Wow. It's and ours. there's a game I'll get to make up right there. Oh, that's fantastic.
1: That's what I'm doing. You feel
3: bad for him, don't you,
2: Trevor?
1: Not really. I really do think this is – I think Seattle wins this game. Really? All right.
2: All right. A battle of one and threes. Trevor's excited about this one. Oh, God. (laughs) Did you get the one-finger salute? No, he just said, oh, God. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) The New Orleans Saints go on the road to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Oh, jeez. The Eagles, a a four-and-a-half home favorite. That's
3: a tough one. I know. Because they're both playing really bad. I know. They're both really bad. Although Drew Brees did break two records on the other day. And he's back. And he's back. Uh, I'll I'll take the Saints.
2: I'll take the Saints on the road. Give me the Saints and the points.
1: Oh, man. Um, (laughs) Personally, I'd almost rather get a prostate exam from a leper who walks away with nine (laughs) fingers than watch (laughs) this game. (laughs) But, you're, going to,
2: you're going to watch it though, but, right?
1: Oh, yeah. i watch I want. God, I watched last week's game. I mean, geez. I mean, if I watch that, there's nothing I won't no, watch, apparently. The train
2: wreck from last week was watching the Miami Dolphins try to play professional football. Yeah,
1: there's nothing better than waking <laughs> waking up at uh at noon to find out you've already lost one of your uh, betting cards because of a 930 game. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, no, yeah, nothing nothing makes you feel better about your life than that. <laughs> uh four and a half Eagles. Uh God, I want to take – I'm (laughs) going to take the Saints because I think Philly wins by a field goal.
2: All righty. The Broncos at the Raiders. The Broncos a a four-and-a-half road favorite.
3: I'll take the Broncos. Uh,
2: I think the Broncos win here. Uh, They're riding, I think, a 13-game win streak in the division. Give me the Broncos.
1: A four-point favorite on the road at Oakland? Yes, And Oakland laid a complete egg last week. Yeah, I I know Oakland very well. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders. The Raiders.
2: All right. right. And the final game, we picked the 49ers on the road at the Giants. The Another Giants. team that's playing
1: bad. Well, what did I set that over under on for you to buy me a steak? I say seven uh, or no, eight. No, we went with
3: eight. Eight, we went eight. eight and eight is a push. So you've got
1: you've got to get to eight wins to yeah. avoid buying me dinner. Yes. All right. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> I think you're <laughs> I don't know. I think they
3: win this week.
2: Uh the Giants a touchdown favorite. Yeah, I
3: You know, the defense was very much improved. They were better against very the Packers. I will say you've that. Got, You've got a, a a weaker, not the weakest, but a weaker defensive line going in against uh, a very weak offensive line for San Francisco. Um, I'm going to say San Francisco at least covers because, uh, I, it's just you know I think they're going to correct some of the holes that caused Colin to be running for his life last week. Call me crazy, the Giants are the best team in the NFC East.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like being that's like the, I the know. skinniest kid of fat, Which still is horrible. By it's the still way.
2: horrible. Uh, that's a lot of points. Uh, it is seven. A one- seven is a seven. lot. Seven's
3: a lot for this. You have one of the weakest defensive lines in the league going up against yes,
1: a pretty. I, I weak... don't know which team you're describing at this point. New York or uh, <laughs> New Texas York? No. But give me. Give... I really didn't know which team you were describing. That was a uh, joke. <laughs> even
2: even saying that, give me the Giants at home. I'll take the Giants and the points.
1: No, oh, God help me. I, I'm taking <laughs> the Niners with the points. All right, so getting that, seven. I think the Niners, if they lose, they. It, what do we go with a push? If it's a push, do I get the eight benefit? And eight.
3: If it's a push, you and I just shake hands and walk no, away. No, no, not
1: our bet. I know I'm oh. going to win that. Uh, I'm talking <laughs> about it's on the pickums. If, 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 if the Cowboys win by seven and it's a push, too, does it go as a tie in our pickums or a win? You get the win. Okay, okay, I saw. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take the Niners. Then. Okay, all right. So that ra- that really. A, Changed my thinking. On I it. didn't I just, think it would, but, but I, I was just curious because I could see the Giants winning by a touchdown. Though
2: they could win by more than that.
1: No, they could easily win by more than that. I understand that, but I, I just I, I picture them winning this game. It, I just don't see by sc- four to seven points. It depends just,
2: on uh, if it's Colin Kaepernick, Ka- uh, Direct TV, Colin Kaepernick, or cable. But well, he does Kaepernick.
3: usually do pretty well at prime time. He is undefeated, including this year on Monday Night Football. So that's true. I mean, he he does very well in prime time. I look for that trend to continue. Uh, I don't think he's been beaten on Sunday Night Football either.
1: I have to get, see another one of those stupid direct TV, this is me and this is me on cable. Do you not like those? I'm going to jump out of a tall building and hope to catch my eyelid on a nail on the way down. <laughs> I mean, well, I, that I, is dark. I am <laughs> just so sick <laughs> that of it. That is dark. Those commercials are just so played out and so annoying. I, I'm getting so sick of seeing them.
2: Well, for that, that wraps up the show this <laughs> on week. On that note, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get <laughs> on out that of graphic here. graphic note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tk, I want to appreciate you for rocking the boards tonight, <laughs> no, sir. No, you don't. Yeah, we do. I I appreciate you. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, I request that someone appreciate me. I know. Aww, I know. We try. We try. We make <laughs> you feel. We try to make you feel loved around here, Tk. You know how we roll. Yeah.
3: Well, call
2: uh, we'll
1: Katina
3: then,
2: Doc. Uh... <laughs> The next time you join us,
3: you'll
1: be a married man. Probably. Probably. I still Probably. could
3: join Wednesday. You still we'll could see. join Wednesday, but it's I thought
1: you might, you might not get married. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> next time we meet you, you'll be a married man. Maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe. Hypothetically.
3: Maybe.
2: <laughs> so uh, uh, thanks to the doc and uh, thanks to TK and thanks to everybody here at 1450 The Sports Buzz WXVW. For everyone here, good night.